Thank you for coming back from our replay reviews. My name is Leah. And my name is Kathy. We are two friends who are here to replay, review, and analyze your favorite video games. And since Kathy has never seen the games before, it helps me view them through her fresh eyes, almost like I'm discovering them again for the first time. We hope it will be a similar experience for you. It's our final <laughs> episode. <laughs> Welcome to the season two wrap up. How have we completed two seasons already? I don't know. It got crazy towards the end of the year. Hopefully uh, quality didn't slip too much. But we did it. We're here. We have another morning episode. So if my voice cracks, I woke up an hour ago. <laughs> Should we launch into our first topic? Mm-hmm. Favorite moment in each game. Heavy Rain is up first. Mm -hmm. That feels like ages ago. I know, right? <laughs> I had to go through the gameplay again. I just chose my top favorite, so I guess maybe do you want to go first or should I go first? I'll, I'll go first. There is a couple. like One is more in the game and then the other ones are more us mm -hmm. and our, mm -hmm. our reactions yes. to things. So the in the game one, I just I love the coffee toss. When the coffee gets mm. thrown at yes. Blake's face. Amazing. Yes. I love that detail. I also <laughs> loved when we realized that Merlin is blue. Oh my and gosh, absolutely yes. not a canary. <laughs> yes, yes, that part. That's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> and then my maybe, maybe the ultimate favorite moment is when you chose Gordy Kramer. <laughs> oh no. Lucky Scorcher. Yeah. You thought I was going to let you forget? No. I was watching the gameplay and also the episode, and I'm still feeling pretty terrible about that. <laughs> Don't tease me for it. Well, well, my favorite, I just chose more related to the storyline. Mm -hmm. It has to be when they're throwing punches at the therapist, or Blake is throwing punches <laughs> at the therapist, and then he just pretty much gets aggressive, and Jaden pretty much shoves him back and he's like kind of like telling him off that's probably mm -hmm. my favorite part because that's really when we see Jaden having a backbone yeah it's the turning point mm -hmm. for that character I think yes Yakuza Kiwami did you go first this time okay I feel like do you know what I'm gonna say <laughs> I feel like you know I know I know what yours is but mine is um... do you <laughs> mine is Nishiki in the end, even though it breaks my heart, it's and it and it just hurts. I think mm -hmm. him deciding to just take everything on and those responsibilities, he did it and he ended, and it's the completion of his redemption arc, and it's just mm -hmm. so well put together that we've seen going from two games from he's my favorite, and then I was like, oh no, he slapped a woman too, <laughs> to to oh no, oh no, and still holding out hope for him. Only for in the end, he takes that on, and that's that's my favorite. Even though it makes me like want to cry, right? But that's how you know it's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to try to guess mine then, if you think you know. It has to be the blood slicking back, the full transformation. <laughs> you know, I didn't write that down, but that is oh, pretty no. sick. That is pretty sick. That well, is definitely <laughs> up there. But I feel like that ties in because I also wrote Nishiki's redemptive death as I choose to view it. Maybe just his character arc, his his whole transformation mm, mm -hmm. and the full circle, like you were saying. I think that's yeah. the best part of the game, for sure. And then I threw in a little side note and also Cosmo's death because I can't stand his oh, character. Yes. <laughs> that. 
but the blood the blood is a pretty good one i'm surprised that i didn't think of that so moving on to outlast two outlast two this was harder for me i'll let you go first mine's not really cheating but Mm -hmm. i said that i like all of the school portions of the game and all the depth it adds to i call it the village storyline we never really found a good way to describe <laughs> that that part of the story. but mm-hmm. So based off of that, I think I have to say that my favorite moment would be when we meet Father L and get that whole backstory. Oh, and that's all okay. completed because I think that really just ties everything together. Mm-hmm. If you've been reading the notes, paying attention to the story, I think that that's the missing link for everything that's going on. So for me, that was my favorite moment. Okay. Mine's a lot more shallow than yours. And <laughs> it's okay. My heavy rain one was really yeah. shallow. <laughs> well... And and don't call me bloodthirsty, but my favorite part was probably when the cross fell onto Marta because it was like oh, yeah. instant karma, and it's pretty ironic that that's what kills her. Poetic justice at its finest. Mm-hmm. Next, all right. Game, I have a feeling Mafia. we might have the same one for Mafia. Mm. What'd you put? I said it's probably the ending where from the moment where Tommy's let out of jail and you see him give his speech at his daughter's wedding till the ending. And normally I'm not one for those kind of conclusions where someone dies, but I mm-hmm. just thought everything was so nicely tied together and it's so poetic. You hear his narration from like the speech and it just mm-hmm. it's just so well done. It is. I put the same thing, focused more on the the family is forever ending. Oh, mhm. And I said yes. this might be one of the most perfect endings. I've ever seen in a game. Oh. And I think I think it deserves to be talked about more than it does. I think it's perfect. Yes. The ending for mm-hmm. this game It's just perfect. It's perfect. So I'm glad that you mm-hmm. liked that ending. Mm-hmm. And we finally have an ending yes. that we agree on. <laughs> it feels great. That is also the second layer that adds on to why I felt so good about oh, yeah. being my favorite scene in the game. The overall game too felt really good too. I really like the overall game. And then last but not least, Layers of Fear. Very fresh. Very yeah. fresh in our brains. For me, I decided my favorite moment is probably noticing last second the portrait above the wife's mm. vanity. Mm-hmm. Because that realization really just tied the whole game together. Sort of like with Atlas 2 when we got all the backstory with Father L. It's just the missing piece that really solidifies what exactly is going on here. It is good, and especially when I was going through the gameplay again, having the knowledge of she's probably talking to herself, that portrait, just made everything much more clear and understandable of why things happened the way it did. So oh, yeah. I like that. But for me, it's the little rat that guides us and just oh kind of pauses gosh. to wait for us. And it's just so cute. I love that little rat. Mm-hmm. I didn't put him in the gameplay because I was in a time crunch. But I will mm-hmm. put him in this episode. Yes, please. You will do. see the little rat. What should we name him? Uh, Stuart, like Stuart Little. <laughs> well, Stew. Stew. His hood Stewie? name. Stew. Stew. Little Stewie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> what about uh, moving on to topic number two? Favorite mm-hmm. game of the season. So for this one, we're gonna do what we did last season. I think we're gonna say what our favorites are. And then I'm going to guess what the IMDb scores are, and you're going to tell me what they actually are. Do you want to go into what your favorite games are, or should I do that first? For just the ultimate game, or? Yeah. 
heavy, uh, not heavy ring, sorry, mafia. That's, mafia. that's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. So here's mine's a little longer <laughs> because <laughs> like I said in the last season wrap up, I, I spend a lot more time with these games and I have to edit them and I also play mm-hmm. them, which you don't do. So I have things that irk me about all the games because of editing and then things that bring me more enjoyment in the actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. So I think that the the best game, technically speaking, is Mafia, without a doubt. I think it's it's cohesive, it's coherent, it's fun to play. The story opens and closes without leaving like anything to be desired. So I think technically, Mafia is definitely the best game that we did. My personal favorite, I think I have to say Heavy Rain. Oh. It just, it has an odd charm to it. Thanks, I think, in large part to Norman Jaden. That character is just mm-hmm. top tier, but it has a nice mystery, which you know I love a mystery. And then the rainy atmosphere, it just makes me feel nostalgic. We live in a rainy part of the country. Mm-hmm. I just like that feeling, and it puts me in the perfect mood for playing games. So even though it has tons of issues, I really enjoy playing it. And I think the the time constraint and the decision-making is unique. It's, it's mm-hmm. not as off something we see in games as often. So but even with all its problems, it becomes pretty immersive and enjoyable. So I think for those mm-hmm. reasons, it was my favorite. But I don't think it's yes. technically the best at all. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't help that they did so much cutting in the <laughs> end, which left a lot of plot holes. But I can see oh, it being your favorite. It's not even plot holes that they left behind. It's whole roads. Do you want to compare them to IMDb? I do. Heavy Rain, I know that there are people who enjoy it, as I do, but I think we all see the issues with it. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to rate it at a 6.7. Heavy Rain. Let me share my screen so you can see it. it? Oh, 8.8. Oh, I don't believe it. Yeah. Kiwami. Kiwami. Now I'm feeling very unconfident in all my guesses. <laughs> Kiwami, I put at 7.5. 8.1! It was much closer that time. Mm-hmm. Let's do the next Outlast one. 2. I have a lot of issues with this game. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's nearly as good as the first game. Even after they toned down some of the, the chase scenes, that made it extremely excruciating to play. I think it's going to be rated a lot higher than I would rate it. And I think it's going to land at around an 8.3. Oh, 7.5. It's even lower than what we thought. <laughs> okay. That might be what I would have actually personally rated it at, though. All right, Mafia. I think Mafia is going to blow it out of the water. I'm going to be shocked yeah. if it is lower than the heavy range score of 8.8, but I guessed 8.7. 8.3? 8.3. How? I don't... There's... Okay, I'm sorry. There's no way in hell... Yeah. <laughs> or heaven or earth that mafia should be lower than heavy rain. No, what's wrong with people? I'm so mad. It, sh- it deserves like a nine. That's Speaking cool. of nines, yeah. that's what I gave Layers of Fear. I think really? that's another cult classic. I think it's okay. a cult classic and people love that game. Watch me get humbled right here. 7.2. Oh my god. That's the lowest rated game? Yeah. Well, there's only 982 reviews. Why is it so low? That's too low. It's a short game, but it's supposed to be a short game. The atmosphere is great. 
it has multiple avenues you can replay it and it'll be different i think that's way too low i don't know why people have such an issue with it anyway we'll we'll put that to bed sorry layers of fear i think you deserved a little bit better than that are you ready for uh, a <laughs> season ending the ultimate kfc awards yes i am ready so i listed the four out for the extra crispy kfc nominations mm-hmm. for heavy rain we have jaden for Kiwami, we have Shinji. For Outlast, we have Ethan. And for Mafia, we have Sarah. So these are the four KFCs that I picked. So this is your overall favorite out mm-hmm. of these four, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, this is tough because I feel like you like Sarah the most. But I don't know if she's done enough to claim the crown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think... It's going to be between Shinji and Jaden. Mm-hmm. And I think we got it. We got to pick Shinji. Is it yes. Shinji? <laughs> yes. That's, that's my line of thought, except I didn't even consider Jaden. <laughs> <Just, laughs> it was Shinji or Sarah. But ultimately, Shinji just, yeah. Loyal yeah. to the core. Mm-hmm. Taking bullets for people. He deserves an afterlife, like Yakuza afterlife. And it's just him as a ghost. <laughs> I'd watch that's that. That's a great idea. That. I would play that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got some emails to send. Oh, yeah. The Stalus Biscuit. We have for Heavy Rain, Madison. For Kiwami, Kazama. For Outlast, Father L. And for Mafia, Salvatore. I started laughing because I can see your list. I don't know who you picked, but I can see, see the list. And I was like, who's Salvatore? <laughs> I forgot about him again. Again. We didn't even do the summary not too long ago. Like this month is when we did the summary. (laughs) You already forgot. And I see that. But does that make him stale or does that just make him forgettable? Because there are far worse people on this list. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, it would be Kazuma. I know Mm -hmm. Madison sucks and she did a lot bad. And then Father L obviously did a lot of horrible things as well. So I feel like between those three, it's a pretty tight race. I want to say Madison, but I think you're you're going to pull the rug out from under me on that one. I'm going to say Father L is my final answer. <laughs> I debated, but I think in definition of just being a stale biscuit, it's Madison. For being like a villain, though, <laughs> it has to be Father L. So it's slightly, and I and it's not fair for me to now define it for you. Oh, no, But it's you would have gotten it that, that you're close. <laughs> I'd give you half credit on that because she is yes. a stale character, but she's not a villain. Fair assessment. Next category. Yes. Ultimate mother <laughs> and mother respecter. This is probably by far one of my favorite categories. I agree. Mm-hmm. I did mother first. Okay. Do you want to do yours or should I go? I feel like we would have the same. Maybe-ish. I have top one and two though it's they're Same. they're tied so should we do our second our runner-up mother okay a close second i said would probably be scott shelby oh because of what he put lauren through yeah and every other parent but especially lauren stringing her along like that so that was my runner-up and he kissed her too knowing that he was a yeah murderer. Hey. Hey. that's gross my name is actually um because i'm a because just so much manipulation. I can't get over how unfair he treated Giryu and Nishiki throughout their entire childhood to adult. 
so many mm-hmm. deaths and, and things could be prevented had he been honest. And Tachibana, I just, unforgivable right there. Tachibana. But Another great reason yeah. to have the Yakuza Afterlife game. Mm, yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So I think we need a petition. We need okay. a petition. <laughs> yes. We need this game. My ultimate mother. It has to be Kazuma. Like you said, I mean, he's he's destroyed lives. He's used and manipulated Kiryu Nishiki and I'm sure others. And we'll continue to learn a little bit more about him as the series, pro- series progresses. Mm-hmm. None of it's good. I'll just tell you, <laughs> this man sucks. I don't like him. He is the mul- ultimate mother. There is mm-hmm. no redemption for this man. That is true. Um, but then I added, honestly, Yumi's kind of up there, too, for what she put Haruka through. Yeah, oh, my God. I don't want to yeah. forget that. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. forget that. And such a hypocrite. The way she pretty much babies Kiryu and then yells at Nishiki. For, and then, like, Ugh. lady, if you point one finger at him, you got three pointing right back at you. And she yeah. chooses to, like, run to Kiryu first before her own child. I'm like, that's, that's, that's a no. What kind of mom are you? But she also ditched Horrible. her child, too, so... Another one I had is Father L because he was pretty much a predator. He's a manipulator and he's allegedly a child rapist. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. that seals the deal as the ultimate mother for me. Yeah, that's fair. I'm pretty sure we had the same mother respecter. Here's what I wrote. I said, I don't think there were really any heart-wrenching deaths this season. And I might take it back, but let me continue. And then I said, Ethan from Outlast 2, not Heavy Rain, is up there. But it has to be Reyna, right? Oh, I forgot about Reyna when I was doing this. <laughs> because for me, and I'm just going to add this, is Shinji, like, hands down. But mm-hmm. the two of them so close together in terms of where they stand in the rankings. Plus the emotions, because they died not too long yeah. apart from each other time of death is yeah. almost identical <laughs> right i was like screaming right at, the, at the game because yeah nishiki dying i get that but shinji dying like there was no need to kill him because mm-hmm. he could just like fake his death and then move on like you didn't have to do this to us if i had been seeing this game for the first time i would probably take back though there weren't any heart-wrenching deaths this season comment knowing what's gonna happen it didn't hit the same for me but I will mm-hmm. say the first time I played Kiwami, I mean, my heart was broken the whole game for Nishiki. And then Reina, we got in Y0 as well, which is why I would rate her above Shinji. Mm-hmm. And because we didn't, we didn't get enough Shinji in this game. And I think if we had gotten more Shinji, he would be the ultimate mother respecter. Funny how all the mother respecters are from Yakuza, though, huh? <laughs> well, I think it just goes to show the storyline that the, the care they take with the the characters Mm -hmm. and it's not as shallow not saying that the others are shallow because mafia isn't but they give more emotion and i do have to credit the voice actors for all the characters for giving such a stellar performance of making us feel things play the game with japanese audio don't do english though no offense because i haven't listened to it (laughs) i'm sure the voice actors are great but if you want a sneak preview do y zero Chapter six. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> dude killed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say, or should we move on to closing this episode out? I think let's move on. All right. So, 
what to expect for next season. We will be back. Same format. We're still having fun, so we're not going to quit. But again, hopefully not as rushed towards the end. Hopefully we won't be uh, going to Japan for two weeks. Well, you know what I mean. Hopefully mm-hmm. that won't be a time constraint. Hopefully we won't be moving or having family members having kids, <laughs> children <laughs> all at the same time, yes. which is what happened this year. Those are all wonderful things, but when they happen at the same time and you're trying to put out episodes, it gets a little stressful. So hopefully towards the end of the season, it won't be as rushed as it was. After next season, we will also be taking a break from the Yakuza series. We're going to finish out the the Kiwami remakes and leave it at that for a while. I think we're getting a little over Yakuza. I'm sure the audience is getting a little over Yakuza because of how much we talk about it. So we're just going to wait until we're ready for the next dose. And as usual, we're going to aim to start the season in June, but it also depends on a certain game's yet-to-be-announced release date. We're going to be doing something a little new with our format for one of these games. Keep your, your ears peeled, check our Instagram. We'll, I'm sure we'll put out a upcoming season announcement when we know more like we did last season, but I think that's it. Well, again, thank you to everyone who participates I know we sometimes don't get a lot of feedback, but we see you. And especially some of our OG viewers from season one, we appreciate it. This really, again, is something that we like to do on our own time on top of everything else going on in our lives. And this is really fun for us. This means a lot from us. So you're seeing a sneak preview of what goes on when Lee and I just hang out. And we appreciate Mm -hmm. everyone. Thank you. Thank you to Leah for doing all the gameplay, the edits. It's a lot of work. You're doing like 80%. You're carrying this podcast on your back. And meanwhile, I'm just coming in here watching the games pretty naive. So I appreciate that. So credits to to Leah for doing all that. We made it two seasons, hoping to bring many more. So happy holidays. Kathy always does the from the heart stuff. And I just, (laughs) I do the business. So this is why we need each other. (laughs) but like she said thank you um and just to add a little more housekeeping don't forget we do have video episodes now on youtube that are that are much better than season one it's not just an image a static Mm -hmm. image it it is gameplay so if you would rather have that format don't forget that that's there and uh, if you want to subscribe we've made some progress there's still not very many but we just want 100 we just want Mm -hmm. a custom url and i think that's really the only other thing that we can beg our, our listeners for. And other than that, <laughs> going back to thanking you <laughs> for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. And we're going to call it <laughs> on one on audacity. Final one during the year. Three, two, one. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to send in any questions, comments, or game suggestions. You can find all our contact info on our website, replayreviewspod.com, or contact us directly through our site. Did we completely miss something? Are we way off the mark? Or do you just want us to take a deeper look at anything from the game? We'll tackle any topics you all want to hear in our season wrap-up episode. We also have a Reddit where we discuss anything we're curious about. Go take a look and let us know what you're thinking. Our theme music is Condemned by Eggy Toast. They'll play you out and we'll be back next week.